Good evening and welcome to Big D Energy After Dark. Woohoo! Michelle DeBay and Shailene Ram. And we are coming to you from an Airbnb in the Alberta's capital city of Edmonton. On disclosed location. Well, yes, we are away from our studios today. <laughs> we just thought we would invite you along as we just have some authentic conversations and uh totally unscripted we had had this rule uh i think we had both come up with this rule that we were not to drink and podcast well that was a bunch of bullshit (laughs) (laughs) so the first our first one well we were just going to practice and then we ended up we we got on a roll so we'd had a couple glasses of wine and well we're sort of on vacation well, yeah. Aren't we always on vacation, though? So we're on vacation, and there's wine. I mean, anyways, we would just like to let you know that you may hear sounds, like city sounds in the background. We don't have headphones. This is totally, um, you know, we're totally raw. And if you hear a gurgling sound, that's just Shailene pouring from that bottle of wine that she insisted I keep specially for her. Well, yes, that is... My favorite wine. She has her favorite. So she has her favorite wine over there, and I have my wine over here, and apparently we're not allowed to mix. No. No, no. Mixing grapes is not a good idea. <laughs> so we're going to get right into it. We're going to have some some conversation. Theme. Yes. So as we mentioned that we are at an Airbnb today. You know, it's interesting. Like, we don't normally just book an Airbnb because, well, we feel like it. And this time is no different. So the reason we are at an Airbnb today is why, Miss Michelle? So this, I was celebrating a very special occasion with my guy, and um, he uh, is very sick. He's been sick off and on for months and things are not getting better. In fact, they're getting worse. And um, he wasn't able to come today. And uh, it was, uh, it's been a, a bit of a strange last couple of days because um, Shailene had offered to join me at the Airbnb. And we had discussed that, you know, maybe we'd break out a pot into a podcast so I would, on the one hand, I was like excited. I was very excited about that. Like, it's always fun to hang out with my best friend. And well, of have course it is. Amazing conversations. But I was, I've been feeling a lot of anger um, surrounding my guy being sick. No, I find that very interesting because, well, in reality, what are you angry about? Are you angry at him? I'm, I'm not angry at him, though. I. I have felt angry at him. So what could he have done differently so that he wouldn't be the object or target of your anger? Not be sick. So how was that in his control? 
It's not. But I, so what is in my control is to realize that, that I mean, my anger's real. It's valid. I'm, I'm angry. And that to realize where it comes from and, and that it's definitely not that I'm angry at him and that I have to focus my anger intentionally and not at people that don't deserve it. I was angry at you today. I did nothing other than some laundry. <laughs> Didn't do my laundry. Well, is that why you're angry at me? Well, no, you don't really ever do my laundry. Well, I've never done your laundry. I don't even know how to work your washing machine. Because I have a top load old school laundry machine. Washing machine. And you have some fancy front load. I don't know how to work those things. <laughs> They're not that hard. Except for when they, sometimes the cycles. I don't know what they do, but then you have to reset it and you have to like hold buttons down for like five seconds and then you have to sing like 14 Hail Marys and, and pray and... Well, can I just tell it to fuck off? <laughs> I fuck off and kick it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I could do it. Unplug it, I don't know, whatever. Well, if I can just tell it to fuck off and kick it, I could get it to work. <laughs> you know what? This is nice, though. Like, I was excited. I came a little bit early today. Um, just so that I could kind of climatize myself, I guess. Um, it's a really great place. Uh, this is, it's, it's sweet. Like it has an amazing, amazing bedroom and um, 120 foot projection screen downstairs. And yeah, it's a gorgeous place. And, I was like, and a swing. And a swing. There's a swing, not a sex swing. Well, I mean, I don't really know what a sex swing looks like, but I, well, I think maybe we could Google that. We could. I was excited because I, I'm like a child and I do like a swing. So I was, I don't know if I told you, but I was swinging on it already. So, but yeah, I've never, I like sex, but I've never felt any need to do it on a swing. Well, wouldn't it be fun to try though? I was somebody, I remember being, I don't know how that would, really I remember be. being at the, our pub. Oh, here's, a, welcome to the sirens. All right. Well, I hope that person is okay. All right. So Northside pub. I remember, I'm trying to picture who it was now, but I remember a couple asking my late husband and I to, to go back to their house because they had a sex swing in their rec room. Well, that is a good place for one. We didn't go. Well, you missed out. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I feel like we didn't miss out. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm rifling through my, my laundry huge list of, of memories, and I, I, I can't exactly pinpoint who it was or what the night was, but... What I am feeling, the feeling I'm getting is that uh, we did not miss out. I've never experienced a sex swing. Do you want to try the swing downstairs together and see what happens? No. <laughs> the rafter falls down. <laughs> we, like, knock ourselves out. I don't think you'll get back any sort of damage to post. Do you pay damage to post on these places? But don't you give your Visa or MasterCard? Yeah. It For said, damages? Yeah, it said something about, yeah. Yeah. 
You better be careful, bitch, on that swing later. I'm just saying. You shouldn't have invited me, though. (laughs) It's going to be a fun night, though. Uh, We had a little kerfuffle already with Skip the Dishes. Oh, that was fun. Well, you almost got free Dairy Queen. I almost got... And Panago, but the Panago guy... Yeah, so I, I it said my Skip the Dishes was uh, one minute away, but it was one minute away for about 45 minutes. Yeah. Or and longer. I, the food was cold by the time well, that's it was why smushed. It was smushed. And Skip, you need to, like, do better. I was... Well, it, and the driver and I had an argument. I wouldn't say argument, but I wasn't... I wasn't the the person that I used to be that I would just take it like he because he lied and he said he tried to call me, which he did not try to call me. And so I had to have three different chats with Skip the Dishes and we were hungry. We just wanted our food. And uh, and we just kept drinking wine. And well, and he kept showing me his phone. I was like, yeah, show it to me. You didn't call me. You didn't call me at all. Well, you know what? Then I just I was like, and I was just like. Just give me the food. And I just stopped the way. <laughs> so now I will say that perhaps a little bit of the anger I'm feeling, he might have got a little bit of that. And at the same time, I wasn't super rude. I was direct. I mean, I can remember there's many times that most times that I would just, oh, yeah, yeah, it's okay, whatever. But I, first of all, I'm hungry. I don't have time for this. You're getting me when I'm hangry. You're lying. I'm not an idiot. And what I said to you just a couple minutes ago, I said, how many times in our life, especially as women, do we, are we kind and polite to avoid when we feel uncomfortable or upset to avoid somebody else being uncomfortable? Yes, we, we are taught, well, at least I was taught to bite your tongue um, so that other people are not offended or feel bad or anything like that you know i still do that a lot i'm trying to not however when i go to speak my mind i come across as a major bitch and then people run away from so i think maybe i need to work on my delivery of that yeah i would (laughs) i'm not finding this shocking Thinking maybe that would be a good thing. I don't know how to be nice. You know what, though, on the um, other, but I will say, though, on the other hand, on the other side of that, like I said, I'm usually the one that's super kind and polite. And I've found in the last little while, but that doesn't get me anywhere. Look at the problem that I had with the delivery guy at work. Oh, my. Well, you got a hug out of it. Oh, yeah. A hug, and I almost got a, him coming to my house to have shooters with me. Well, I mean, I where the heck that came from? I the city but was, you almost ended up with a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, because you know he was hot to trot, and well, even though you told him that you like to date younger guys, I don't know how he decided. That. He decided I was his person, and that was that. And it, it the situation got extremely uncomfortable. Uh, until, yeah, I finally decided that why am I extremely uncomfortable and adjusting my day and spending all this time in anxiety every time this guy comes to my building instead of speaking up and speaking out. So I wonder how many, how many men actually realize how many times women 
actually bite their tongue because that is what we were told to and raised. That's how we were raised. It's like, oh, you don't want to start. You don't want to make a scene. You just, just smile and, <laughs> and just forget about it. I was not smiling. But how many times have we been told that's what we do as oh, yeah. women? No, absolutely. Right? And like, where does that come from? Like, how far back does that come from? And honestly, why should we as women, why should we? Like, do we not matter as much as men? Like, are men, men's egos that fragile that we have to take the brunt of it? And we have to be uncomfortable and we have to take the disrespect so that we don't hurt somebody else's feeling, like in, in particular a man's feelings, because they can't handle it. Like, I don't, you know, and, it really and, doesn't make any sense. No, and it, it actually, like, you say it out loud and you play it back over in your head, even to me, it feels ridiculous. That I felt all that discomfort for all those months and it escalated and it got worse. And my behavior was not changing except for that I got quieter and more withdrawn. But what had happened was, is that this particular delivery driver, unbeknownst to me, he had fallen on the ice. And so he was, he was gone from my delivery. Your original delivery. Yeah. So he wasn't delivering for a while. And then... One week he came back with, so in the interim, and there was another delivery driver who's a young guy who I really like. I have a good rapport with him. I can joke around with him. There's no discomfort. And I remember feeling, and I said to my daughter, I felt almost, how do I explain it? I, 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 well, I felt bad. Like, I'm like, but I have a good rapport with this one and I can joke around with this one and he doesn't make me uncomfortable. And I so why it was just a different thing. And, and my daughter's like, you get to decide who has access to, to your energy and what have you. And the difference is, is that the one delivery driver, we have a rapport. I don't feel uncomfortable with him. He picks up on, like, like some people picks up on social cues. So. We're having a conversation here. We're having a back and forth. When you and I have had many conversations that, okay, if something's uncomfortable and you don't want to talk about it, it's not a secret to me. It's not? It's not a secret to me. Oh, damn it. Now, and there's sometimes that I might push the envelope a little, but I know when to stop. Like, this is not going anywhere. She doesn't want to talk about this, whatever. So when somebody the, the, the steam coming out of my ears is the giveaway, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or the fact that I tell you to fuck off. Yeah, or you get very quiet. So that was my response with this guy was to just get to not respond to any of his advances, to not respond even to his converse, to just not say anything. Because again, if you have don't have anything nice to say. Don't say anything at all. Yeah, at all. And I tried that. But okay, so since when? And maybe guys can chime in here. Like, since when is it okay if a woman is silent? Like, a woman's silence doesn't equal consent. Yeah, that doesn't mean try hard. 
No. And it, it doesn't mean, yeah, she's feeling. She just wants to play hard to get. No, it's uncomfortable. And we, we don't want to tell you to fuck off. I mean, well, we do. But we've been trained to not to. Well, and, that, and then what had ended up happening is that he was so hyper-focused on me that he wasn't doing his job. And the one day I got so frustrated that I ended up not acting in integrity with who I am. I, I couldn't, I, I was, I'd had my fill. But at the same time, you being in the position you are at your job, then um, professionalism comes into place. And I was attempting to be professional. And you know, I even know now, and I don't want to take all the, bl- I don't want to, I want to take the blame. However, I wish I had been more vocal. Like, I mean, said stuff like that's not appropriate or, or what have you. But again, my whole life having been taught by, you know, right from, you know, your parents, your grandparents, society, TV, media, whatever. The, how many times have you heard that saying? If you don't have anything nice to say, yeah, but, okay, don't so say anything at all. I think maybe it's also very generational because, I mean, we're Jenna. Um, and we're very much, whatever attention we did get from our parents, basically is don't bring attention to yourself. Don't cause weight. Sit down, shut up, and just go play in the corner. Mm-hmm. We were latchkey kids. We didn't have a lot of attention from our parents because, I mean, they were never home. Mm-hmm. As long as we were home by the time the streetlights came on, they didn't care. Yeah. You know, so, like, what we learned, we learned on our own. Now, bring in your, the girls. I can't really say about my sons because, well, we're talking about female perspective here. How your daughters turn around and say, Mom, you have a choice. And it's just amazing, like, how different we are from when we were that age. Mm -hmm. And even now, like, how the trauma and what we were told has come through. And yet... Well, yeah, and I'm not putting the blame on my parents or their parents. No. Because they were taught the exact same thing. You know? And how our generation seems to have spoken that truth and and raised the women, their daughters in particular... To know these things, that that's not right, that it's okay to say no, that your feelings matter, speak up mm. because you have a voice. Well, a lot of times, you know, I've grown up and I, and still to this day, I feel like I don't have a voice. And my automatic reaction is to be quiet and just go, <laughs> yeah. When you start uh flexing that muscle when you start using that muscle it's like learning to say no so when when you're when you know how when a toddler learns to say no and they say no to fucking everything like even if you offered them ice cream they no you know it's like for three days all you hear is no 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 um and then as as an adult when I had to learn to say no again I was that yes girl said yes to everything and then when I said no it was the same thing it was like being a toddler it was like oh my God, this feels so good to say no, 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 no. I, I remember Shonda Rhimes, Rhimes was having the year of yes. I think she wrote a book, the year of yes. I was having the year of no. So just this 
little shift in being able to say, nope, that's not okay. And I'm not going to put up with that anymore. I'm putting a stop to it. Felt very empowering that, okay, I flex that muscle. I know I have that muscle. I can use that muscle in the future. And also one more thing that I want to say is that um, this is, this is not a put down to men because I'm going to, I have a lot of great men in my life and I know the difference between there, there's choices and I have men in my life that are constantly making sure that like I'm comfortable in situations and conversations in everything. There's very kind and respectful exchanges between us. And you know, when it's more, um, um, again, there's an exchange of energy. So if the conversation turns a certain way and, and it, and you know, there's, uh, it's sexual in connotation, whether it be jokingly or whatever, there's, there's social cues that people pick up on. And, you know, even as a female talking to a male have said, Hey, this comes with a warning. This is who I am. If this is not, if this doesn't feel okay, or if this is not appropriate, or you're uncomfortable with this conversation, because it works both ways. I wouldn't want one of my male friends to feel uncomfortable in my presence because I was having a a conversation or what have you that he didn't feel comfortable with. Yeah. You know, and what actually just popped into my head is, well, I'm recently back on the dating scene and whatever, and actively looking at meeting new people. Um, and I find it very interesting because, I'm tickling my feet, <laughs> is, so, I just find it very interesting. So, you know, you, you match with somebody on whatever dating site or they message you or whatever. and. You have one or two exchanges, like, I mean, literally one or two messages back and forth, or maybe two or three messages back and forth, and next thing you know, they're inviting you over to their house to have some fun time, and it's like, yo, dude, I don't want to have a random hookup with a complete stranger. You're a stranger to me. Yeah. So, so let me get this straight. We have been talking for maybe five minutes max, and talking, I mean, messaging. So I've never heard your voice. I've never seen you. Maybe you're a catfish. Are you who you say you are? I don't even know if this is your real name. I don't know anything about you. Yeah, you've had no time to build any rapport or trust with this Nothing, nothing. And then, well, I'm going to invite you over. For what? Would you invite, would you, how would you feel if your mother went and did that and met some random person? Your, your sister. sister, your wife, or, well, not wife, obviously. Your wife. <laughs> or maybe your wife. I mean, I'm not here to judge. Wife, are you going to meet a stranger again? <laughs> your daughter, your friend, your cousin, any female in your life, if they were to do what you're asking a woman to do, would you stand behind that or would you tell them they're fucking crazy and you're going to kick their ass for being stupid? I don't know. I guess we, we sort of, yeah, we live in, in a, in a hookup culture sort of thing. And, and it's, 
you know, and I've had friends that no judgment have been safe and sent me, hey, like, and even random, even if I wasn't even talking to them that day and just said, oh, hey, here, I'm going here, da, 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 here's the address, what have you. And not to say it was, you know, somebody they'd met five minutes ago or whatever, but um, being safe in, yeah, you're right. Like when we're, we're dealing with the dating world online, it's not like you've met this person, you've built a rapport with them or whatever. You've never, so you never even heard their voice. You're, yeah. And you're not going for a coffee date. You're expected to walk into a stranger's apartment for the first time. And you've never seen them. So you've never video count. You have no idea if the pictures match the person. Yeah. And I mean, let's face it, the expectation is there that it's going to be a hookup. You're Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it just is. I think the pandemic has made that a lot more acceptable because, well, well, we can't go out for coffee. Well, we can't go out for dinner. Well, we can't meet in public. We can't, can't, can't. So what we need to do is just meet at each other's houses. And it's like, you know what? No, you are still a complete stranger. How is this day? Are the police going to be? Oh, well, you know, <laughs> she did the right thing. No, they're going to call her stupid. Yeah. I remember um, meeting my ex on Bumble. And we established last time that I'm not a big fan of online dating. However, I met my ex on Bumble and uh, we had talked. And it, it, we had talked very minimally uh, before we met. We literally talked that night and then we were meeting. Them. But what happened was he asked me about my day. Like, what does your days look like? And I said, well, I work blah, blah, blah. And every day at this and this time I go for, because I go for a hike down by my work. And he said, I would love to join you for a walk someday to talk mm-hmm. and get to know you. Middle of the day, in the sunshine, and he's doing what I'm doing anyway, so it's not interrupting my day. It was safe and kind and wonderful. And, and was this the third message? Same day, third message. What do you mean? So you say, hey, how are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? You want to come over and hook up? No. Well, it wasn't like that. That's but no, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you start to build a rapport with somebody and you kind of get to know them, that's one thing. But hello, guys, after like 3.5 seconds, come on. But a different story even still if somebody said, hey, do you want to meet for coffee? Absolutely. That's a totally different Absolutely. thing than asking you to go to... It's, 11 o'clock at night and asking you to come over and watch a movie. Yeah, let me get right on that because I want to be in the news tomorrow for being dead. I would kick your sorry bum. Well, I'd probably haunt you to find my killer. I mean, <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. Sounds because... like a Nancy Drew. I Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. I would too. Me and Mormon and Haley and John and Kristen, we would be on that. So hard. Oh, I know. And then we would make a movie about it. <laughs> I have some directors. And then I'd make millions. And, and then you'd be sitting pretty on me being stupid and falling for one of these guys' ridiculousness of, hey, want to come over and watch a movie? Hey, babe, listen. If you're, gonna, if you're going to get yourself in that type of situation... And destroy my life by leaving it. 
I'm going to need compensation. <laughs> okay, so anyways, guys listening, if you do this, it's creepy. So it needs to stop. No, I wanted to scroll back on my phone and I didn't want to grab my phone and scroll and make you think that I wasn't listening or paying attention. But there was a message you sent me the other day that you had had a couple uh, messages with this guy and then he sent you, um, um, well, I mean, his penis, I believe. Well, that happens more often than not. That happened last night. You, oh, really? Well, but was that the good one? <laughs> that was the one in the shower. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> very artistic it was artistic so you didn't really oh yeah you did see it oh it was in you did it was so mm. however that was very much more artistic than just a picture of like well i'm i'm scrolling back i'm almost there because i want to read this what was maybe it's back here that picture what was i just about to say about the artistic one Oh, no. What I was going to say is when Shailene gets um, on, an unsolicited dick pic, she will send it to her friend. And well, okay, so can, can I say why, though? Okay, so first of all, I'm saying, hello, how's your day? And then, boom, penis. Yes. But- okay, so obviously, you want the entire world to see your penis. Well, let me help you with that. Well, I can remember walking through work. I was going. <laughs> I was walking to the back door because the back door bell rang. I'm walking through work. It's busy. There's people talking to me. And all of a sudden, I'm ding. And I have my phone in my hand for something else. And all of a sudden, there's a penis in my face. And I'm like, I look around like I'm in trouble or something. So the message says, Ugh. So that Peter guy, I don't even care if we say your name, Peter, 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 pumpkin eater. That guy, Peter, is now blocked. It started with light BS messages. Now, how are you, blah, 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 right to a pick of his pants down and the shaft showing and asking me for pics. Barf. <laughs> you should find a cam girl to do that shit if your cheap ass can't afford one. Then a, get a better job. Fucking lazy ass, broke ass, no dick having motherfucker. I said, was he packing? Packing TikToks, maybe fucking hairy bullshit. Nobody wants to see that at 8 a.m. Like, fuck all the way off. All the way to fuck off mountain and then keep fucking off. He was sitting on the coach and it looked like there was a makeshift foam mattress bed on the floor. Are you telling me, Shiley? This guy's good to go. He's got his pants down. He's got a full mattress on the floor. And you didn't just like right over there. Oh, well, I must have had fever. You don't like morning sex? Well, I do, but ew. Hello, how are you? Here's a picture of my penis. My hairy junk. And it was, it was. I don't want to have TikToks ever again. I'm scarred. <laughs> so, like, oh, yeah, I'm mixed on the dick pics. Like, uh, yeah, like if if there's a if it's a thing, like if you're like you know into somebody and you have that sexy conversation and whatever, you're like, or in a relationship or whatever, 
I like penises. Yes. Now, those would be more considered solicited or okay or oh yeah, what have you. However, but I'm sitting there having my morning coffee and I see a penis in my face you at know, 8 o'clock in the morning. I mean, come on. You know what's funny, though, is that most, I'm not going to say all guys, most guys, most guys, and I'm not going to say all because somebody will listen to this that had seen their dick or something and they'll be like, oh my God. You Anyways. But most guys do not, most, most guys that you have an actual relationship with don't send pictures of their dick. No, no, no. Um, I have found the men that are more serious, um, will not. Yeah. Send a picture, a dick pic. Fuck boys will. It's like the first thing that's out of their first picture they And send. then if you don't say anything, they're like, they, have you ever had where you don't say anything? So they send it a second time and then they question you to see if you like it. Did you get that? Okay. Do you, you know, like it? You know, I, and I think I, I figured out the disconnect here. So from my understanding now guys you can correct me if i'm wrong however to my understanding when men see boobs mm-hmm. or nudes they go stupid and they're just like whoa boobs <laughs> and so they think oh if if i send a woman my junk they're gonna be like oh wow penis i want to sit on it no no I don't. don't know. That's not always. But, like, if you're at a point with a guy that he's seeing your boobs, then I'm into your. Okay, but really, if you're seeing my boobs, then I probably am into your penis. Okay, but no, what I'm thinking, this is why they think it's okay, like, three messages in to send them, woohoo, here's Mr. Pepper. Um, and they think that you're, they're doing you a favor and turning you on. Didn't we, like, one time screenshot a penis that a guy sent you and then we like did it oh, yes. send it back to him. We put like shaving cream on yes. his hair and shit. Yes. Yes, we did that. <laughs> yes, we did. Oh dear. But you know what? I don't think anybody gets more unsolicited dick pics than you. I don't know. I'm sure there must be more because, um, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's disturbing. It really is. Um, I am not a fan of dick pics. So if you see me on any dating site or web, please, please, for the love of all that is holy and right with the world, do not send me an unsolicited dick pic. Okay, so I know I keep going back here and this is so bad. But, okay, so the guy last night, I'm going to say with the artistic paint, like he was just art. That was art. That okay, was pure That was art. like, like he clearly has a photographer. But like, was that unsolicited? particular man okay like five messages in he's like hey go check out my instagram i just want to know like i don't i want to know i want you to know what you're getting into 
So like, this is who I am. Um, if you, if it's too much for you, that's fine. And his entire IG page was all thirst traps. And well, he has an OnlyFans. Yes. Did you subscribe? No, I did not. I don't have OnlyFans. I don't, um, no. We should check out and see if there's a free option. Well, I don't know. You might want to do that. Anyway, so. Well, he looks I, pretty good in those yellow boxers. I, when I saw all that, I knew what was going on. And so I messaged back. I'm like, well, no, it didn't scare me. Like, if that's who you are, that's who you are. That's what you do. That's what you do. I'm not going to judge you. And you look damn good in your IG. But, like, but where's your foam mattress? I mean, where are we going to hang out when I come over? Right? No dirty old foam well, we mattress. Well, we start on the couch and then roll over and we're right into bed. Like, come on. Like, that's hot. It's clearly in his sister's basement. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so, anyways, this this man from yesterday. So okay, he's in the shower, and you don't see his face, and the water's and it's it is it is art. It is art. It was well done. It wasn't crude. It's not just the picture of a pecker. Were those ads photoshopped? I don't think so, because if you look at the videos, holy God, and those legs, he could crush you with the legs. That would be sad. (laughs) You know what? I'm thinking that to be a good friend, when you meet up with this guy, I probably should go (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'm going to meet up with him. Well, maybe we should just meet him for coffee. Educational purpose. He and, and and he was very, very respectful in the way that he approached me with whatever, whatever. Um, he never said, "Hey, baby, you want to come to my house watch a movie?" He's like, "This is what I'm after," and he I'm does, like, "He doesn't have any movies." <laughs> no, probably not. Just. Once that he's starring in, probably. Do you want to come to my house and make a movie? That's that's probably more accurate. Yeah. Um. You know, and he's like, "Hey, you know what? This is what I'm about. Um, if you want some entertainment, hey, hit me up. That is different than you want to come over and watch a movie." Because he's being very honest. This is what my intention is. Yeah, but I, and that's, that is sexy. Yes, that is sexy. And I'm not just saying that because he's sexy. That's a sexy attitude when somebody's up front. And then you get the opportunity to say, you know what, I'm into that or I'm not into that. Or what, I mean, that could be somebody that you could meet and have a drink with it. Him. Absolutely. And drink him. I could do that too. Do you think that if you like ran your hands up and down his abs like that, it would like I could wash my panties on his abs? Yeah, it's like a washboard. But also, oh, I was thinking yeah. that like, look at me doing it with my hands. Like, <laughs> like, like it, it feels like that it would make like the music. I think it very well could. Yes, and that is respect. He said, "This is who I am." Yeah. This is what I'm looking for. And when I turned around, I said, you know, 
random hookups with complete strangers. I'm not interested in that. But thank you very much for being straightforward and telling me what you want. And we ended things on a, on a nice note. Like we ended the conversation on a nice note. But if I ever have a weak moment, I mean, the option is there. Well, you follow him on Instagram. No, did you follow him? Yes, I did. Nice. You know what? He would be a great person to, you know, okay. You know, I love the male energy and I think that it's, it's going to be really great when we have a, a male sitting in the middle of us that we can kind of spar with. Um, but even somebody oh, like a man that, in the middle of us. A male in the middle of us. Everybody, everybody we've turned down for that right now is like, um, hello. <laughs> the way I just like, we've got to turn my phone off because we're going to start, your <laughs> phones are going to start blowing up. Um, I mean, to even talk to him about like his lifestyle and, and that's absolutely because I find that fascinating. I was thinking that today, how did it come about? It was either an article I was reading or something about um, two people that both of them were in open relationships and they had a relationship, but their open relationships were very, very different. One was in an, one was, Single and open relationship. So basically. Was the third. No. No. This woman. She was just. She was just straight up that empowered bitch. She dated different guys. She would take different guys to meet her mom. She would have like go for dinner, dates, whatever. Have sleepovers, whatever. They ever. This is. This is who she was. She was like, I'm. I. I. I'm not made to have a monogamous relationship, but I like to have relationships. And it was all understood from the very beginning. And she had great relationships. She had like four boyfriends and it was what it was. She was in a relationship though. She started a, a fairly new relationship with this guy, but he had a girlfriend. Now I'm not sure of the situation. The girlfriend allowed him to see other people, but it was all very sporadic. So she sometimes dated other people too, but then would get jealous. And then he had to break up with the person. And so it was that type of, I want this when I want it, but when I don't want it, I don't want you to have it either sort of thing. So it's kind of, yeah. Anyways, um, I I guess where I was going with that is, is wanting to talk to those type of people because I am so non-judgmental about that type of lifestyle, but there's so many different scenarios. And uh, I, I've told you many times that I read this book called Sex at Dawn, and it was about the prehistoric origins of sex and how monogamy is actually not the norm for us. So where so many relationships and marriages break up because of infidelity, um, is it really the deal breaker? And well, we have, you and I've had conversations about this because for you, 100% deal breaker. I had actually considered because, because I didn't want to be tied down. I'd actually considered, um, uh, open relationship. Uh, but I just seemed to find my way into monogamous relationships. Um, mm-hmm. 
which is my which is my norm, which is my thing. But I uh, I don't have any judgments for anybody that does it. I think I what fascinates me is how do people do it well and correctly. I think it's a mindset, and they there needs to be really really good communication and rules, and the rules have Absolutely. to be not well, this is the rule today and this is the rule when I'm bitchy and this is the rule when I'm feeling insecure. Absolutely. Like there has to be the rules and the rules rules have to apply to everybody in the relationship. I absolutely agree. I would not do well in an open relationship. Um, nope. Not going to happen. Now, for and again, because I'm now back dating, and, oh, my God, it's hard. I'm exhausted. Yeah, can you imagine dating, like, four people? Oh, you know what? It's more just going through the bullshit. Yeah. It, I just, can I just find one that's not married, not in a relationship, that says who they are is, and that's, that's who they are. And I, there's another important thing. Well, and they need to not be on the little blue pill. No, they can be on the little blue pill. But that's fine, but they... As long as they take it, yes. They need to be able to perform. Yeah, so the blue pill's fine. I, I, mean, I don't know, because I, I actually... We were talking about that recently. I was, remember we were talking about that in my record one day. I was like, I don't, I've never been with anybody who's been on Viagra, and I, I had all these questions. Like, I've been how long with them. Yeah. And it's not. I would liken it to being like high. You know how I don't like to be high. And when I think I do, and then like over the years, and then I'm like, I don't want to be high anymore. That's what I think it would be like to have like an endless heart on. It would be like, well, I'm done with this thing. What, what do you Steady, want to do now? Study, jabby, jabby. Like knock this on the coffee table. Like. Yeah, I mean, that all sounds fine and great. Like, let's do it all night, big boy. But at a certain point, it's like, oh, okay, tired. done. And then what? And then what is he going to do with that thing? I don't know. We should ask somebody that. We should have somebody on the podcast who has that issue or who has had that issue and has as, and knows what to do. Well, I know, but I was kind of asking around because I figured that when Viagra first came out, it was a big, It's it's like, Tic Tacs, right? Like, guys were trying it. Guys that didn't even need it were trying the Viagra. And I think, does that still happen, guys? Well, that's what I don't know. Do people well, just take I'm it asking our, our male listeners to, you know, send us a private message on Instagram or Facebook um, and and let us know, like, is, is this something that you've done? Like, Come on, we need some male insight here because we need to know how long does the erection last? What are you when you're done? Are you done? Like, is it annoying? Like, what do you do with it after? Because, well, I this is good to know because I would like to wake up and have a penis for a day. Oh no, you don't. I do. I don't think the world is ready for that. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely need some sensitivity training. <laughs> people and whack them with my big fat penis <laughs> you'd be in jail you know I mean? and i would just leave you there because until your penis went away <laughs> i mean i don't know 
not being responsible for that. 24 hours with a penis. No. Not for you. No. You sure? I, I forbid it. Okay, mommy. <laughs> the world is not ready for that. Okay. So are we saying that I just need to mature a little bit more before I get a my penis for a day? A lot of it. Can you imagine, though, like, really, I talk about it so much. Can you imagine just one day I wake up and I have a penis? What is no, that? the world is not ready for that. I just wonder what the first thing I would do if I were. Well, probably masturbate, because I imagine if I wake up and realize I have a penis, it's probably going to be rock hard. It's going to be first thing in the morning, and that thing's going to be so big. <laughs> and then I'm going to come over to your house for coffee, and I'm going to smack it on your ass. I don't doubt that. I do. I know you will, and I don't know what's scarier. <laughs> You didn't know, you've never wanted to have a penis for a day? No. Yeah. Other than, you know, I would want to hang a washcloth off of it. Or, you know, do the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I never thought about that. Like, I would want to, I would want to, because, like, I mean, you stand up. How do you do that? Like, <laughs> how good? <laughs> Like, how do you, do you just move in your hips like that? I don't know how you do it, but how do you do, like, oh, oh. <laughs> People watching in the window. <laughs> they were <laughs> doing the helicopter with so, Okay. The first time that uh, Kirk met Popo, uh, they had a big argument because Popo was saying about what she was going to do with her penis if she had a penis for a day. And he was getting so frustrated with her. Everything she said, he was like, no, you would not want to do that with your penis. Now, no judgments. You wake up with the penis, popo. You do whatever you want to do with your penis. Well, I mean, stay safe. And I mean, don't, you know, harass people. You probably don't want to put it in a cacti. But that's what she was saying. Oh, I'm going to put it in that plant downstairs. And I want to shove it between these pillows. And Kirk's like, no, you don't want to shove it between pillows. And you don't want to put it in the plant. She goes... Stop telling me what to do with my big penis. Well, you know, I, 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 I know this one gentleman in particular that constantly wants to put his penis in my food. What? Well, not literally, but he says, oh, I could fuck that. That's weird. And you know what? I'm not one least. I know who we're talking about, and I'm not surprised at all. I I don't. I've I've questioned him on it, and I don't know that he. I don't understand. Do you think maybe he does fuck your food when you send it? I wouldn't even use that Tupperware again. Well, he never brings it back. Yeah, because he probably fucked your food. I don't think he does. I don't think he did. Well, he said it. He did it. I think he's just... You know what, though? I would fuck your hollandaise lasagna. Well, okay, so see? I think it's just a way that he would express how amazing it looks. And, well, he's eaten my food, so he knows that I can cook and it's tasty. And maybe it just gave him a heart on it, and that's the first thing he wants to do is, is put it somewhere. 
And the food is what turned him on. So you can stick up for him all you want, but we all know. Well, I'm just trying to understand why. I don't think there's ever anything that you are going to completely understand beyond that this person has, he's different. And that's I'm point. just going to not say anything about that anymore. Oh, yeah. Food rat. <laughs> oh my. Penis for a day. God. Okay, ladies, DM us. What would you do with a penis for a day? What would be the first thing you do if you had a penis for a day? And on the flip side, and this is something I asked one of my friends, and he didn't know. He wasn't sure because I said, if you could uh, have either boobs or a vagina for a day, what would you choose? And he goes, I don't know. Because, you know, like, guys love boobs, but guys love our vagina, but do they want to have a vagina? Immediately, all the things that go on with our vagina. Yeah, that's the thing. They're probably like, oh, what goes on with our vagina? Could be more problems than it's worth. But if they did, if and it was a bloody vagina, I don't think they'd choose that. No, but I mean, okay, they will, obviously they'd have that rule that it can't be that day, but wouldn't, uh, they would just want to put shit in. Yes, and one I recommend they not do is put a cacti in there. You're obsessed with cacti. Did you try to put a cacti in your vagina once? No, I did not. I went. Well, you want to put clean things in there and things that are like. And not food. No. I don't recommend food. Which is funny, though. Because I mean, that would throw off your pH, and that's never fun. Yeah, you know what's funny? You've seen an eggplant. So, eggplant is like the dick emoji. Would you ever think of putting. Have we ever been to the grocery store and thought about putting. Oh my God, that eggplant. I have never thought about putting any kind of food in my vagina. And, okay, but you and I have even been at the grocery store and made some inappropriate jokes about cucumbers. Not just cucumbers. Those were um, prickly. Oh, the prickly one. What were those? um, Rick Frankster (laughs) Pusher. Why do we even? We sent pictures of that to some guy you were dating at the time because it was funny. But what were they? I don't um, know. Karela? Because there's different kinds of karela. What is karela? I don't know. Prickly know. things. Oh, it was like a big okra. But not an okra. Okay, well, that's prickly, isn't it? Okra is not prickly. Okra is gross. Some people really like it, and it's very good for your health. Well, they can have all the okra they want. That's how I feel about it as well. Okay. Again, have you ever thought about fucking an eggplant? Because I have not. No. I do like to use the eggplant emoji. Of course I do. But really, eggplants do not look phallically symbol. Or phallically... uh, Eggplants do not look like they should be a symbol of a phallus. So what's going to be? A cucumber? A carrot. 
those carrots that I showed you pictures of the other day from my... Those were some good-looking carrots. They were. Well, yeah, like, I, I don't know where those carrots came from. Yeah. But knowing you're like, you would get the baby carrot. I do have baby carrots. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it, like a cucumber is much more suitable than an eggplant. But long English cucumbers are long and skinny and really... Well, what about... They're pokey. Field cucumbers. Well, a little bit, I suppose. But really, I don't want to... Come on. Well, why are we actually even using food as a phallic symbol? I don't know. Anyways, these are just things I think about when I can't sleep at night. Well, maybe you should take melatonin or something because yeah. you need to sleep more often. <laughs> I'm not, this isn't even when I'm trying to sleep. This is just my normal everyday thoughts. Um, like, you know, and probably things I get from memes. I had some memes I wanted to talk about. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh, I love this one. It was, I can change him. Girl, did he shit his pants? Pretty much. First of all, no. You can't change people and you shouldn't even want to change people. No. I think that is going into a relationship thinking he can change. Um, no, like I think if you, if you, if you love somebody and you love them well, they should automatically want to be the best version of themselves. So there's that. But if you're going into a relationship with, well, if I just change this and this and this and this about him, then you don't be in that relationship. But that the meme is funny, though. Yeah. Well, did you should have well I, I think that you go in with your eyes open. And if you feel like you can adapt or adjust or accept these characteristics of your partner, then fine, go for it. The minute you think, oh, I'm going to change him. No, go away. Walk away. Well, and I mean, that's the thing. What you, it was interesting. What you, I, I can't remember the exact words you said, but if you can adjust or accept or whatever. And I mean, that's the thing. We have an ideal. Yes, it would be great if my partner did all these things. Mm-hmm. However, and if that doesn't happen, but your partner does this and your partner does this and your partner does this and he treats you well, But there's these things that you would like to have because they make you comfortable. Come? No. (laughs) Not come. That is a definite. Well, that's a bonus. That's probably more than a bonus. I mean, that should hopefully be a prerequisite. Can't even say the word. Um, But some of the things that that I think that we want in relationships or we expect in a relationship is for our comfort. So we are not triggered, so that we do not feel insecure. So some of that stuff is for us to heal and work on, not to put on another person. So yeah, being in relationships, what the fuck are you doing? Somebody commented. Oh my good God. Did you listen to a word I just said there? That was some good stuff. I can replay it. You You don't want to listen because you're like, no, this is what I want and I'm going to get it or I'm going to be pissed off. Have you met me? Yes, I have. And I'm telling you. Well, I could have told you that. (laughs) You didn't have to read the book. (laughs) I could have given you the Coles notes. (laughs) 
You make me scream! Well. <laughs> Oops. Did we just get a knock on the door? I don't know. I don't see any feet under the Oh, the light. You know, the light. <laughs> scared me. I probably shouldn't scream anymore till later. <laughs> I don't we didn't. So. I don't think we did. I don't think so. I just screamed and then I thought I heard a knock at the door and I was like, oh. Are we going over time on our podcast? I don't think so. I don't know what time. Oh, Jesus. No, we're good. What are we for time? We're almost at an hour. Oh. Like, are you guys, like, tired of these hour-long podcasts? Should we do, like, half an hour? No, a half an hour podcast sucks. Well, I don't know. But we got, we said a fair bit tonight. But did we? We talked a lot. We did blab a lot. But, you know, I think that it's important that I have a plan in place for what I should do. One of these days, I am going to wake up with a penis for a day. And I think I should have kind of a solid plan on what to do with it. First of all, solid plan is good. It's good to be solid. So, you know... I I strongly believe that if you woke up with a penis for a day, your mind would go completely blank. Do you think I would just lay in bed all day and look at it and play with it? I would send you so many panoramic selfies. I would get so many dick pics. <laughs> oh, I wonder who all I would. I wonder who all I would send my dick pics to. You know what? I think it would. It would maybe it would have a good running for the amount of dick pics I get in one day. I think I would have to have like a, um, like an separate Instagram account just for my penis. Do you think it would be allowed? Like, would, would you be like censored or taken down? You know what? You're probably allowed. You know, it's so ridiculous. You can't show like a boob or you can't say a bitch on Instagram, but they probably don't care about dicks. Think about it. Well, maybe it's run by women. Look, okay, remember the Super Bowl when fucking Adam Levine starts stripping off his clothes? No. Well, anyways, at the halftime show, he started straight stripped off his clothes on stage, whatever. He's walking around shirtless. But literally, Janet Jackson's nipple was like, oh, my God. Like, and I don't know if I talked about this, about this in the last podcast, but, man, people should have been more excited, and people should have been grateful. You just saw Janet Jackson's nipple. Like, why, why, why were so 57,000 complaints? Who the fuck is complaining that they saw Janet Jackson's nipple? Would it be the same people that complained about Lenny Kravitz's penis? Nobody complained about Lenny Kravitz's penis. I wouldn't either. That was a beautiful thing. Like, I've never seen it, to be perfectly honest with you. So, you know, he handled it all with grace and stuff. But what had happened was playing the guitar and he had on these leather pants and they were tight. And he kind of was doing that, you know, down with his guitar. And his pants split open, and it was like this perfect swing. It just swinged right out of his pants. Nobody was offended. Nobody died. Nobody died from Janet Jackson's nipple. I'm pissed off because I was in the hospital pregnant with Haley, and I missed it. 
I didn't get to see Janet Jackson's nipple. Actually, you know what? I've never Googled that either. Of all the shit I've Googled, yeah, I've never people seen it. were pissed off about um, Shakira and J Lo's halftime show. Why? Oh, I don't remember what they were bitchy about, but they were because of their bum. Maybe because she did a, like the pole dancing. I don't know. Oh. Oh. But I just remember that the people were upset about that. I think people just look for reasons to be upset. Come on. Well. There's a lot of Karens in the world. Linda. I think Linda's the new Karen. I think it I'm, is. No, I thought it was Brittany. Brittany? No, Chad. Brittany, bitch. I don't know. Oh, so, okay, we should actually, we should cut this off soon, but we should talk about big dick energy. Uh, oh, my gosh. I want to say his name. And I and I need to I need to Google pronounce it, so I apologize for this. But I am going to find this and I'm going to say it correctly, or Google's gonna say it correctly. Tuck tie up tuck. No, that's not it. <laughs> I gotta I gotta get Google to pronounce it for me and I apologize for this. Vladimir Zelensky. Volodymyr Zelensky is the uh, Ukrainian president. Now, I, oh. I, I do not want to get uh, too political, but I have to say that I think that uh, I think that people really underestimated Ukraine. The, the Ukrainian people in general have underestimated them. The power of the human spirit is so resilient. Oh my God, those people. Um, that was they're what he's doing. Big dick enormous dick energy. So, and again, I, I, I don't know too much except for that he didn't really have any political experience except for apparently he played a president in a movie and he was really good. I saw a clip of it. I don't know what he was saying because I don't speak the language, but um, he was very good. But apparently, and he won by a landslide. And I think the people, it was like their message at the time was very clear that they wanted somebody new in power and somebody that, you know, didn't come from kind of that world. Um, And yeah, so I don't think anybody expected what the leadership that he's taken right now. He's, he was given an opportunity to Mm -hmm. get out of the country and yeah, he stayed, he put on body armor and went, yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. Big D energy for sure. And also, uh, I wanted to mention, uh, who I didn't mention in the last podcast, is Ronan Farrow. And Ronan Farrow is Mia Farrow's son. And uh, Ronan Farrow was involved in the, uh, to catch a, I think it's called, to catch a killer, the podcast files. But he was instrumental in bringing down Harvey Weinstein. Oh. Huge, huge, huge. There's a documentary on Netflix. It is amazing. And what is amazing to me is the people that were involved in allowing Harvey Weinstein to continue his behavior over the years. Big, powerful people. So you might think like of all the, you know, there was some big actresses involved in, in, you know, shit that happened, shit that went down. But they are very little compared to these studios. Like there was a lot of money involved in covering up his shit. A lot of money. But not just that. 
they had so much influence over the media and, and everything that nobody wanted to take it on. Nobody wanted to take it on. And it actually became very, very dangerous. Um, like people put their lives at risk. So yeah, I recommend anybody watch it. Um, so Suki, I believe is his sister, his sister that was molested by Woody Harrelson, Woody, Woody, sorry, not Woody Harrelson. Uh, Woody Allen. Woody Allen was married to Mia Farrow. And anyways, he has been, Ronan Farrow has also spoken out a lot about that and about the double standards in Hollywood. People that would speak out against Harvey Weinstein, but yet still work with Woody Harrelson. Fuck, 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 sorry, Woody Harrelson, I love you. Woody Allen. Um, so yeah, I don't want to get too much into that, but I highly recommend watching, um, that, uh, show on Netflix. I believe it's called the podcast files, uh, to catch a killer with Ronan Farrow, a huge, big dick energy, like gargantuan dick energy from this guy. And there was, um, a few other people. One was a security guard and the other one was a journalist, I believe as well, that risked everything, left his job. There it literally was a couple people with heart and soul who really believed. So the one guy was like, well, I mean, Ronan, of course, because of what had happened to his sister. Um, the security guy, basically because he had a good fucking heart. And this journalist, because he was married and he had daughters. And was like, I can't know what I know. And not do something about this because I won't be able to look at myself the same way raising girls if I don't do everything in my power to stop this. But anyways, that's, I just want to say those people have uh, gargantuan big dick energy and, and definitely check them out. And well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. I think so. We had planned i had planned that our podcast uh this week was going to be just say no to fake friends and fake orgasms but we will get there i promise why are you even trying to plan shit (laughs) come on have you met me have a great night we love you thanks so much for tuning in and we shall chat with you soon absolutely good night good night bye